off to the hand. Oh, what's in the box? This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. But... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Explosive Hammer Movie Podcast, episode 050. So special of an episode. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy. As always, joined by my co-host, Brian. Brian, how are you this week? I wish I could say something happier, because it is episode 50, but I'm feeling lonely this week, which may, might be a good thing. Mmm, lonely. That is a good word. Yeah. Uh, there's so many... There's so there's so much. So, let's see. The last episode we did was right at the end of February. And the everything's gone up in flames since then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's been insane. I don't have to... I, you know, we don't have to elaborate too much about, you know, coronavirus and everything that's going on. Um, I guess overall, what, what's like your day, what's changed in like your day to day life? Um, well, uh, malls are closed. So oh, that's right. Every, like, so Ohio is on lockdown. That's right. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm not going to get into specifics, but, uh, my company is separate from, where I worked anyway, and so we, because of what we do, we were already pretty much shutting down, and then, but then malls got closed down, and then now everything's pretty much shut down here, yeah, so I've just, uh, day-to-day, just, I, you know, I stayed inside a lot before, I won't lie, but now, being forced to stay inside, it's just, it's a little, uh, it's a weird feeling, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We had, like, there was, know. like, a three-day spurt where, like, it was rainy and just kind of, like, nasty out. So, like, I know that we wouldn't have gone anywhere probably anyways. But, mm-hmm. it, but like, the mindset of, like, not being able to was, like, right. I don't know. It just adds a whole other level. What, what like, lockdown are you guys in? Um. Okay, so South Carolina, oh, basically nobody gives a fuck here. Everybody's just <laughs> going about their daily lives, It's which is, like, really frustrating because... I, I want nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. Um, work-wise, they have, like, really changed our schedule to limit the amount of people here, um, which I really appreciate. So there's no more than, like, seven of, of us, you know, at any given time, when normally it's, like, three times that amount. Yeah. Um, so that's – it, and which has also given me, like, a little bit more time at home, um, which is, you know, just nice, I guess, to kind of at least be with – someone you know what i mean like be with my family yeah. at home um yeah. so yeah just trying to like you know stay positive and and find find the upsides to it all that's what it is just staying positive it's just hard because so many idiots you know really are not taking this seriously and so it sucks for the rest of us kind of are but yeah we're gonna just hang in there together did you see the now kind of famous interview with the spring breakers and the oh, guy talking no i haven't i've just i've heard oh. about like the crazy spring breakers in florida but yeah no there I, was one, I haven't seen it well one guy in particular from the video he he got like a lot of flack he was like you know what man if i get corona i get corona it's whatever just we're gonna deal with it you know whatever blah blah stupid things and then like he issued an apology and then it, then i found out this dude was from ohio and i was like damn it oh, son no. of don't don't bring him back stay there please hey but i will say like ohio's governor has gotten like huge praise as being one yeah. of the best like response well whatever just having one of the best responses to everything yeah so. he's been he's been doing good they've been doing like daily press conferences keeping everybody in the know yeah uh the the doctor her name's dr amy acton actually made like the front page of like the video subreddit just not really her in particular oh, yeah. but she was in there 
yeah, and people were ta- like people from Ohio were commenting about how she's doing a great job. And yeah, we are. I'm very proud of our state and the people that are running it right now for taking the proper steps. Because like my mom who lives in Florida, bless her heart, I don't feel like she's taking it too seriously. And I know Florida as a state, they shut down their beaches, but the people are still you know go- going there. Whatnot. Yeah, it's just so I don't know. But yeah, um, it's I, I don't. I, I was gonna try to make it like a transition not to be like a bummer oh i got I mean, it i got it to, i'm, I'm yeah. ready i got finger on oh, the okay. trigger go ahead <laughs> or do you feel like are you spending more time uh either playing video games or watching movies tv definitely both for sure yeah it's been which the video game part is kind of cool like getting online and chat you know everybody's home so like being able to chat with all kinds of people and stuff um screen stuff there's been some really cool um at least like for my kid is crazy excited that frozen 2 got put on disney plus super early oh Um, i didn't know it was already on there yeah so i've watched it like you know probably 14 times in the last 14 days so (laughs) um but yeah that's cool and then they're putting uh onward which is like their other new release they're gonna put that i saw that was going on there yeah next week um so yeah and and then there's a ton of movies you know that we'll see that are they're doing like the theater home release which is crazy that's that's pretty insane uh yeah movies are suffering just as much as every other business obviously so you know they're closed so it's it's cool that they can find another out yeah yeah uh, i'll tell you what was scary oh go ahead well i was just gonna say because you okay so your your daughter's very excited about uh frozen frozen right. two. did she get to meet did she get to meet elsa by yeah she did get to meet elsa dude did she okay. so let me tell you disney um i went to disney i think we talked about it like at at some point in the last episode but um so we went to disney for like just under a week it was uh magical everything (laughs) everything i hope you're legally obligated to say that (laughs) exactly um but yeah this episode is brought to you by disney you know it's magical whatever whatever no but it was it was a lot of fun it was it's actually um i feel like it was almost more fun like as an adult Uh, like yeah there's so many it's crazy how much is still there from movies that released like when we were kids like all the toy story there's a whole like park of toy story and like mm-hmm. i mean i know they're still making toy story but y- you know what I'm right saying. yeah yeah um yeah it was it was crazy and then it was insane because before the trip so we went like the first of the month like the like march 1st so coronavirus talk was kind of there but not really Mm. not nearly like the magnitude that it was when we left was kind of like oh my god so but what was insane is like you so you ride a train like from the hotel to the parks and everything right and on the very last night on the train back there were two people in masks and it was so like everybody's like talking to their family it's all like loud there's i mean it's a huge huge crowd and then like these two people like come to the back of the line and it it was so weird. Like, it was just, like, with this very weird silence among, really? like, a couple hundred people. Um, yeah, and then I went home, and I marked my calendar, like, 14 days from when that, from that day, and I made it past that. So I think I'm good. Nice. If I was going to get nice. it, I feel like Disney World definitely would have been the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just unfortunate timing that you had that trip planned, whatever, but, yeah. like, just that, that it was going on. But glad that you guys still went and had fun. Yeah. Yo, oh, I had a, I had a super emotional – I don't know why I chose to share this, but I'm already – now I'm in it a little bit. So uh, super emotional moment. I I forgot that Hercules – do you do you have a favorite Disney movie? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't. Oh, probably Fox and the Hound, but that's oh, Fox and the Hound, nice, solid yeah, choice. Um, I didn't realize that mine was Hercules until <laughs> you. So like at Disney, they have like the fireworks, right? Which I didn't realize is more than fireworks. It's like a whole light show, and they kind of play like clips from the movies. But it's like oh. it's like broadcast onto the castle. It's so it's hard to explain. It's so cool though. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then there's like this. There's it plays like the "I can go the distance" song, and there's like this voiceover talking about like follow follow your dreams. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm standing there like, all right, don't cry in front of the kids. <laughs> Keep it together, chair. But uh, yeah, and then but it was cool. So then like I went home and I was like, I have to watch Hercules because I forgot that Aww. that was definitely like my my favorite as a kid. Yeah. Oh, that's but that's wait. So but you weren't you didn't quite realize these feelings inside of you until they were. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was so like I I don't know. I guess I didn't really think. But it was like when the music played and like the lights uh-huh. were going. I was just like, oh, oh my god. The lights and the acid tab you taken earlier. Everything yeah, just kicked exactly. in at that exact moment. Um, but no, I'm also happy to hear that both your kids came back uh, crocodile free. Yes. Meaning they didn't get eaten by an, an alligator. Yes. <laughs> Good. Successful trip. No corona, no no alligator. Yep. And, <laughs> and no, one more thing about Disney. It's so exhausting. Like, there's so much walking oh, yeah. through the park and everything, but it totally paid off because then everybody was in bed by, like, 8 o'clock, and I, I <laughs> knocked out some massive, like, backlist on Netflix shows and movies nice. that I've been trying yeah. to watch. So that was cool. Well, so what was the <clears throat> excuse me walking situation? Oh, God, I can't cough on this podcast. I'm going to get... Oh yeah. Oh, well, we got to cut um, those out. This is the hell- yeah, we, we are a healthy. <laughs> this is a rona free <laughs> podcast. Um, Everyone's gonna hear beeps. It's gonna be that. Like, so are you carrying one? No. And- so, um, this is a pro tip for any parents out there. <laughs> you can rent a double stroller for like I think it was like a hundred bucks for the whole week or whatever. Oh, nice. And they drop it off at the hotel. They pick it up. It's clean. It's it. Oh, it was amazing. Cause then, nice. I mean, like strollers take up so much room, right? So we didn't really mm-hmm. want to take one, you yeah. know, with all our luggage and stuff. So that was like, that was like the best purchase of the entire trip was renting that stroller. That's sweet. That's nice. All right. Uh, what's cool? Glad. Awesome. Fun trip. <laughs> Fun trip. Um, yeah. Uh, I can. So if you want to get into what I watched this week, I can kick off. Um, I would love to. Um, what I don't know this first thing that you've talked about. Oh yeah, yeah. sorry. Let's. But you could say what? What is this? Uh, this. We're headed to the main screen, bro. There we go. Thank you. Yes, main <laughs> screen. All right. So this is movies only for a moment. Um, th- I wanted to kick off because this was the first. I watched this like the first night we were at Disney. Fighting with my family. Okay, so what brought me to this movie was Florence. P- uh, from Midsummer, <laughs> and then we talked about her like all the awards she won and I was like who is this woman uh, I'm in love with her now <laughs> and so I wanted to watch this it's also it has it's strange because it has the rock on the poster and says like starring Dwayne the rock Johnson hmm. he's in it for like maybe five minutes so really I just for any like hardcore Dwayne Johnson fans I feel like that's <laughs> a little misleading um but yeah, Florence is like the main star. This is, and it's a true story, which I don't think they said until the end, unless I missed it. But it's a, so it's a biographical wrestling movie about a, a female professional wrestler and her making it into the WWE. The real life wrestler, what is her name? 
Paige. Oh, yeah, it's actually just Paige was her ring name. Oh, okay. But this is just from a few years ago. So I haven't watched wrestling in, like, a really long time. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it reminded me of, and I don't know what to call this, like, subgenre, but I'm thinking of, like, School of Rock or, what's another one? Like, like a kind of, like, inspirational movie, but in a, but not in the same way as, like, Rudy or, like, right. your, you know what I mean? Like, your, your blockbuster inspirational sports movie. Like, it's, al- yeah. it's almost like a, um, I don't, I don't even know. I wish I had a better way to describe it. Yeah, I, I actually, I get exactly what you're saying. But uh, I have no way to describe it either, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was right, like a B, like a B, not a B movie, but just a, just not your, not your spotlight, you know, sports movie, I guess. Yeah, B movie. Yeah, That's no, I take it. Take, I take that back. Don't even erase that, Jeremy. Future <laughs> Jeremy, delete that uh, from the audio. No, not B movie, but just like I said, not a, not a spotlight one. I really, I yeah. really, really liked it though. It's clever. It's funny, and it it has a really good story. So this is pre pre uh, Midsummer Pia. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, which I think it, it, so. I think it got a lot of acclaim, but it was like. Uh, it, this movie just like barely made a blip because then she's in Midsummer and all. Mm-hmm. I, it's crazy. Like she had this Midsummer, and then what was the other one? She was just recently in. It was like a huge. It's like I think it's Little Women. Yeah, Little Women. Oh yeah, that's right. They're yeah, all twenty nineteen releases. So crazy impressive that she pulled all of those off. Oh wait, this fighting with my family is twenty nineteen as well. Yeah. Oh okay okay. I I had never even I'd not heard of this uh, until obviously right now, so I didn't know anything about it. I was looking up the poster though earlier just to see like about how they advertise The Rock. He's also taken out majority of it, so it's funny that yeah yeah, yeah he's not in it like at all. Yeah, well, that's like uh, God. You know, I, I was just doing some investigative work on Florence and uh, you know films that maybe <laughs> she's been involved with or, or whatever you know. And it's streaming on Amazon Prime, so. Okay. For the nice. prime mantras. The prime. Uh, okay, so you have one. You've wanted to talk about this for a while. Oh, yeah, I did. Since last episode, I was going to talk about yeah. it. I would have not. Yes. So I don't have a transition, but I just need you to talk about it because <laughs> I've been waiting to hear you talk about this movie. I'm sure, like, he's a nice guy, but I don't know if The Rock's that book smart. Would you? I don't know. Maybe. I, don't I bet know. Pew's very book smart. Yeah. Though. Hard so. to say. Yeah. But you know who is book smart? The movie Book Smart, <laughs> which is a uh, uh, so it's a, this is a 2019 coming of age comedy. It is directed by Olivia Wilde in her directorial debut. You might know her as Thirteen from A House, or uh, probably a lot of other things. That's just really mainly what I first knew her from. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she directed this movie. It's starring Beanie Feldstein. Who, like, what, did you watch the trailer to this movie? And that's all that you've seen, I think, about the... No, I've seen the movie. Wait, yeah, I mean, I, I knew that, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah, so, I've seen it, but... Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, okay, so, then, I'm glad that you saw it, because I'm really gonna, like, there's things I want to say. But, so it's got Beanie Feldstein, who is Jonah Hill's sister, actually, uh, and Caitlin Dever, they're, like, the two leads. Uh, it's got Lisa Kudrow, Will Forte, Jason Sudeikis, uh, all make, like, appearances. And then, this, uh, I just want to mention this other guy, Skyler... Do you not say his last name? Oh, Gazondo. No. no, but I know um, who you're talking about. 
Yeah, he's like, I think he's like the son in, what's the show, the uh, show on Netflix with Hallie, with, oh my god, Drew Barrymore and uh, Timothy Oliphant, the, where she mm, eats people. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, Santa Clara Diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe he's like the son on that. Anyway. Oh, yeah, um, he is. He's, he's fucking hilarious in yes. this movie. But, so, I was gonna, I have on my notes here, I have to do a brief plot summary, but my main notes about it are the plot itself, so I guess I can just talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, I'll say, first, it's a good movie. I'll say that. I'm sure you liked it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good. Um, it's, I really feel like it's carried, you know, by Beanie and Caitlin. Like, everybody's good, but, like, they, they do a really great job. Yeah. Uh, they have good chemistry. Um, I read, I think, that there was quite a few improv scenes. Maybe not a lot, but, like, the few that there were were pretty good between them. Um, the movie's got good writing, and it's got a good soundtrack. But, like, my question for you is, like, where is the line between a movie that's, like, similar, one that's an homage to a movie, one that's, you know, uh, or, like, a straight copy? Because I don't understand how this isn't, like, considered just a copy of Superbad, even though it is in its own way, is original and funny. But right. at the end of the day, the plot is literally exactly the same they, as Superbad. Yes, it dances <laughs> way too close with, like, yeah, it, the exact plot of Superbad. Uh, and, and of course, like, starring Jonah Hill's sister. At, right, at, yeah. Playing, <laughs> like, Jonah Hill's character. <laughs> exactly. In a sense. So, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah um, and then... <laughs> The few things that are different, you know, like with uh, the other character, I can't think, like with her character being gay, mm-hmm. it, it's like little things like that kind of, to me, appear as like, oh, no, we're different. This is a different movie, right. you know, or, and, and I don't know. It's hard for me to see it just as like, oh, yeah, that's the story. And the, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I totally agree. But I, and that's what I was getting the sense of from people that really liked it was that it was, you know, those things made it different enough. Yeah. That it was, but I don't like, okay, so in case anybody hasn't seen Booksmart, but you have seen Super Bad, the plot to Booksmart is it's the last day of high school. Um, it takes place, the movie takes place all in one day except for like the next morning, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure. So it's a night of wacky adventures to try to get to this high school party to try to hook up with this guy. The two female leads, I mean, doesn't matter, whatever, the two f- leads end up fighting with each other because they didn't agree what they were going to do after high school. Yeah. And then, like, make up the next day or whatever. I mean, I, I just described super bad, right? Yeah. So, yeah. like... <laughs> no, that was So, I don't bad. know. Yeah, that's... Uh, but, I, I mean, I, I liked it. I don't know if I liked it because I feel like I was told it was really good. And, like, I, going in, I was, like, kind of feeling like I had to like it. Yes, yeah, so that's I mean, what I, I wanted to ask. Right. I... I genuinely think I did like it, but I don't know. It was it was it's just too hard not to think of Super Bad the whole time. Yeah, I feel the same way. I did like it. Um, I wish it had been like a little more like stood on its own. My mm-hmm. sister, so like I had kind of a medium expectation, I guess. Like I kind of thought that's what it looked like from the trailer, and I thought this will probably be funny, but I don't. I'm not in any rush to see it. My sister described it as like her favorite movie of all time and how much she looked up to these characters. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, all right, so my sister's a fucking nutball. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like that was too much high praise, but there are a lot of things to like about the movie. Right. Exactly. And I think uh, it is I, I haven't, maybe I'm wrong. I haven't found a ton of like laugh out loud comedies 
in like the last maybe two years and i would put this up there as you know like definitely one of the funniest movies of 2019 but not mm-hmm. nearly on the same level as like i would st- i could still watch super bad now and there's a lot of parts that i would just be you yeah. know like gut busting laughter i guess whereas yeah like, i don't yeah book smart i don't see that i, I don't think it will be view maybe by maybe by your sister like I don't know, is your, was she, like, I don't know if she is old as we were, no, we were pretty young when Superbad came out. Yeah, I don't we, know how old she we is, were, but... so it was 2006, I think, we were just okay. about to start high school, Okay. and my yeah, sister, right. just she just graduated uh, two years ago. Yeah, so, so yeah, we were younger when that came out, so I was just gonna say, like, I don't know if, like, you know, when this is revisited by people, if it'll be, I don't think it'll be viewed the same as Superbad is, because you're right, I can't, Superbad is still... 14 years later hilarious yeah i and i don't see i i, I don't hear people talking about book smart at all maybe i hang out with the wrong crowd but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah no you're right um and like the things about again like like anytime skyler uh what is his name in the movie like jared or something i can't remember he's this like ridiculous like kind of like uh, like uh white like like white guy acting not acting like black, but just acting like I don't know, like ridiculous, over the top, very and stuff. extra, yeah. Right, 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 yeah. And he, but he's like hilarious every time he's on screen, and he like he's like a character with like a good heart, you know, at the end or whatever. Yeah. And, and uh, but he's just so funny anytime he's on, like again, like I, laughing out loud, like you said. Um, and then like the car scene with Jason Sudeikis when they play, there's like a yes. part where they play porn over the Bluetooth speaker in his car. And he makes the lines like, oh, is that Cardi B? But, like, in the context of the movie, it's a lot funnier than <laughs> I just said. But, it, yeah, so it's fun. So there's definitely things to like. It's just I my main note is, you know, what makes a movie an original idea that's similar to others versus, like, a copy. And I guess it's making your character gay. So. <laughs> yeah. The we three, figured it out. Like, so it's been, like, several months since I've watched it. And mm-hmm. the three, like, notable things, like, things I can remember are... Um, the character you just described, the car scene, and then Billy Lord's character. I thought that she was pretty funny as just like this very bizarre out there girl who shows up. She just like keeps appearing. Yeah. She's like Skylar again. I don't know his character, but she's his friend. Yeah. Yes. Like best friend or whatever. Yeah. They kind of like a weird relationship, but yeah, those two, literally those two characters are probably the funniest. She's also hilarious and she just kept popping up every yeah every like 10 15 minutes yeah. of the movie in ridiculous situations towards the end it was really funny so i i i, I recommend it as like a watch um yeah but you'll anybody that sees it and has seen super bad will, will instantly notice the similarities so yeah um i do have another main screen i don't know how you want to do this uh yeah um uh we could we could do you can go to yours if you want. Do rapid fire. Go back. No, 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 no. Or I want you to do your main okay. screen. I'm trying right. to think of a transition, but I'm not very good. I'm not prepared for oh. it. Oh, yeah. Um, um, well, this is a hard one. This is a very hard one. This is a be here for a very specific <laughs> title. <laughs> That's what I'm uh, saying. Buckle yeah, up, uh... ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be at least a three-hour episode. <laughs> We're going to be here trying to figure out this transition. Yeah. <laughs> People need this right now. They're in their homes, locked up. They have nothing better to listen to. <laughs> that is true. It could just be noise for three hours. Uh, hey, so... <laughs> book smart. Books. Comic books. 
comic book movies. Boom. Birds of Prey. Well, mic drop. Yes. <laughs> Birds of Prey. It is the uh, 2020 American superhero film based on the DC Comics team. Uh, Birds of Prey, as Jeremy just said, based on the comic with that awesome transition. So this is the... Uh, actually, full, well, I should say the full name of the movie just because it's pretty ridiculous it is birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn okay real quick Uh, do you think that that's necessary or does that play any part of the story is there any i always thought that was so weird to have that as the title but then it's it's shown everywhere it's just birds of prey yeah i'm actually like super glad you asked that because that's one of the first things I wanted to get into. Um, you, so you haven't seen this movie, obviously. No. So you just asked me that. So um, it's really quick. It is. It's directed by Kathy Yon, who I don't. Uh, it's this is her second film ever. So I, you know, after Booksmart with her directorial debut, I'm now going to this girl who's not done much. So kind of interesting. We got yeah. some early people. Um, starring Margot Robbie, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Journey Smollett Bell. They all have J names in that family. Rosie Perez, Chris Messina, and Ewan McGregor. So the title. Again, I'm glad you asked that. It's it. This could have actually been called the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Uh, parentheses, Birds of Prey, is what this type of movie really could have been titled. Yeah. Okay. So yes, it is. I thought going in, it was going to be more of a super super team movie. Right. Um, and again, that could just be like that could be my own fault or whatever. But it's definitely a Harley Quinn movie all around. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, until the very end where they team up and right. I'm, I'm not gonna spoil things and tell you like because it, it's it, uh to tell you how they team up would be giving away things okay um but like i overall the movie is pretty good uh margot robbie is like she she is i wrote this down she is to harley quinn what i feel like heath ledger was to the joker uh-huh like it's just the role is just like meant for her or yeah. i mean like in this case the joker's been played by so many people you know but like really that harley quinn is margot robbie and vice versa i feel like which is cool yeah she really makes a character her own yeah i think um, like of of the things that people did like about suicide squad i think that was a big one that it's was like probably number one yeah, yeah. her yeah that got and that movie didn't have many good things but right. she definitely <laughs> stood out <laughs> yeah so she's great um and she's great in this you know uh one of the kind of weird things about this movie is is its soundtrack because it has god I don't it probably has like 30 songs maybe used in the movie total I think I've heard this good did you okay cuz they but they the songs interchange not like interchange cuz they don't like go right. back and forth but the songs change like like every like 5 minutes it's a new song completely and they're and like pretty mainstream songs right they are they're very okay. and they're they're played they're not just played in like the background they're obviously non-diegetic but they're played like loudly like they're part of what's happening you know yeah. like the overall aesthetic so it's it kind of it's just like it takes you it doesn't take you out of the movie but it makes you like um it jolts you back and forth because you've got like one song playing and then the next because you know the song has a lot to do with how you're feeling about the movie so it's it's just like it's used it can be used good sometimes it is used good in the movie sometimes with like the song what's yeah. happening on screen but other times it's just like i don't you didn't need this could have not had this song period. yeah you know what I mean? it didn't need i it. think if i remember what people were saying it's like very trailer-esque m- music right too like, yeah, like it's like it you is. get like acdc for like 13 seconds and then roll into like a rolling stone song or like i don't know right, I, I mean yeah. i just picked i don't know if that's <laughs> a, no that's a good way to describe it though is, tra- is trailer-esque that's that's totally uh true 
And uh, yeah, the ACDC uh, Rolling Stones part was actually my favorite. I really because I those fans now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, my mouth is open for a second. Like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, just kind of look at my notes. Overall, um, the movie wasn't anything super good until about the last thirty minutes, where I feel like it really picks up, and again, the team kind of assembles, mm-hmm. and then I feel like it's actually like pretty fucking good movie like it actually it's like uh definitely above average in the the third act um as far as the acting like i uh margo kills it mary elizabeth winstead has she has a lot of screen time towards the end but she up until then she maybe only has like 10 minutes of total screen time and every second she's on screen is fucking gold like she's really i love her so much i do too she is great uh, she's really good in everything, and she, like, I won't tell you why she's funny, I'll leave it just for when you watch it, cause it's, cause it'll just be funnier when it happens, but, like, anytime she's on screen, it's, it's fucking hilarious, and she's also a badass. Uh, and the other people that make this movie really good are Christmasina as Victor Zaz, who's, like, a comic book character, um, he gives himself, he's a comic book character that gives himself a cut every time he gets a kill, so throughout the movie, you actually see that he's, like, more and more scarred up as the movie goes uh-huh. on. But Christmas Santa's got to be like the one of the. I mean, as Victor says, he's one of the creepiest motherfuckers ever. He's perfect in this role. He's so good because the character's supposed to be creepy, and he's just like unsettling when he's on screen, even when he's just standing there. Yeah. So he's really good. And then lastly, Ewan McGregor as Roman Sionis, uh, aka Black Mask, is anytime he's on screen, it's even better than Mary Elizabeth Winstead because he's <laughs> having a ball in this movie. Like it's not it's not necessarily funnier. It's just he right. is like playing this character so so well and the chemistry that him and chris messina have because uh, victor's like his like number one guy or whatever and people even were like a santa reddit like a little gay thing going on here because they're a little <laughs> it's i don't know there's they're just a little they're pretty close yeah. but anytime they're on screen together it's like magic like it's seriously like they're both so good in these roles the characters are really good and it's just like it it made the movie so much better having you and mcgregor and uh, chris messina cast so Nice. Yeah, overall, I thought it was pretty good. And I just I got an ad today that it's streaming on Vudu right now. So for anyone that's a Vudu user, <laughs> I thought a it was also on Prime. Unless it said like early. Oh yeah, you can. So yeah, you can you can rent it on Prime also. Right. Okay. Right. Vudu, okay. So Vudu okay. has this deal. If you've never used it before, you, your first rental is like ninety nine cents, and that can be used on these theater ones, which I oh, thought okay. is sick. Yeah, that is nice. I used Voodoo back in the day whenever I was getting like I worked at the movie store and I would get codes out of the Oh yeah. Yeah, I have yeah, I have some like in my library or whatever on Voodoo. I have a couple. Yeah, Voodoo was it was pretty sweet. So you think okay, better suited title would be the fant what is it? Fantabulous Emancipation. Yeah, Fantabulous oh, Emancipation. Okay. Of of one Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's it's a Harley Quinn movie. Um it's almost uh, uh, I'll kind of compare it to like the plot is uh, kind of like it's uh, similar to sorry it took me so long it's similar to uh, Deadpool and the little kid okay. in the second one there's because yep. yeah there's a there's a little girl like a I don't know not little you know she, same age as probably the boy in Deadpool actually and she's basically being protected by Harley okay. throughout the movie kind of so it yeah makes perfect sense now yeah so yes but I would call it yeah I would say 
it's interesting that you said that because it, it's one of the first things you know I thought of while watching the movie was I kind of wanted this to be more of a little team. I I love team up movies. I don't know what it is about me. I love them, <laughs> but but it's fine. It was fine. It was Dude, fine it's because we that. grew up with like Power Rangers and Voltron. Like we grew up in like the golden era of team up stuff. <laughs> That's true, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, Dude, are you ready to load up? With some yes, rapid fire. Yeah. No, we could buy sound effects, but I think that we've got it covered. Honestly. <laughs> all right. Rapid fire. Um, I'll kick us off. Do you want us to go back and forth? Or you want me to just run, blaze through all mine? Uh, I can do whatever. You, as you're feeling it, just do it. Doesn't all right. <laughs> Ozark season three. This is an easy one because it just released today. So I've only had time to watch oh. 1.5 episodes. But... Uh, Ozark, have you watched any of it before? Yeah, I watched the first season. I love it. Okay, Blue. watch the second season, be- and then okay. go ahead and get into the third season. Third season kicks off, like, like from the moment it starts. Like, buckle really? up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which I was super impressed, because, like, season one, I kind of, like, slugged through, and then season two was okay, yeah. and then season three, like, I feel like it's really picked up. I... Uh, sorry, I, I got something for later, I just realized. Go ahead. All right. Uh, and then Dave, season one, which only has four, I think possibly five episodes now. But I've only seen four episodes, so this is uh, the... It's it's like, it's like a fictional slash non-fictional story of Little Dicky. Yeah, I read, I read about it a little bit. Yeah, so basically he took like his life from the moment he started to get popular and based the show about it. Yeah. It's absolutely hilarious. I'm really, really digging it so far. There's some some really awesome cameos and some really like some subjects I've never seen tackled in shows before. Interesting. And yeah, it's it's very cool. I like it a lot. And I know and Travis Taco Bennett's in it, I saw. Yes. <laughs> so that's interesting. All right. Rapid fire? Did you Rapid fire? Rapid fire, that's fire all my all my right. ammo. Ammo, all right, I was gonna say I'm loading up. All right. Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, this came out this year, uh, blah, blah, it's got some people in it, mainly Jim Carrey, James Marsden, uh, you know, it's about Sonic the Hedgehog, this movie is better than I expected, which, whatever, low expectations, they did the right thing by fixing Sonic pre-release, and I would like to see other movies do the same thing in the future, y- you know, if it, if they could do such a thing, if something were to get released in a trailer and it was garbage, I would like to oh, see yeah. fixing, uh, I, they did the right thing by fixing Sonic, it is definitely, definitely a movie for kids, at the end of the day, like it, like I said, it's fine, but it's definitely a movie for kids. Uh-huh. And um, I, I love John Ralphio from Parks and Rec, the voice of Sonic, Ben Schwartz. I just love John Ralphio. Oh, uh, okay. How do you feel about Jim Carrey? He he's really good in the movie as well. Actually, I was like, I saw some things from a couple movie critics that I like, and they were saying how Jim Carrey kind of like carries the movie. Uh, I kind of agree. Um, his, his character is just very, like, he's Dr. Robotnik, he's just very, like, odd. So, yeah, good for Jim Carrey, actually. He, yeah, he's great in it. And then, uh, uh, oh, sorry, I won't. No, yeah, no, no, what? Okay, so, versus Detective Pikachu? Not as good. Because okay. Detective Pikachu was, like, actually a solid movie, um, and I, I gotta say, Ryan Reynolds as a voice actor is is just better as Ben Schwartz, as much as I like Ben Schwartz. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, he's more charismatic and more recognizable, so... I just detect beat you better. It it boggles my goggles that Sonic like beat it in in uh, box office, which is and became like the number one grossing video game movie. Insane. Wow. That was that was that world too. Like total. Yeah. That that, yeah. That was total. I think that was like that was after its second week. So 
That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, crazy. we know how popular like Pikachu is, especially like in Japan. I yeah. mean, Sonic's popular there too, obviously. But like, that's huh? Yeah, it's pretty nutty. But I thought it was, you know, they came out like whenever they did the redesign, and they were like, "This cost us X amount of dollars." They said, "I can't remember," and mm-hmm. now it's like, "Wow, I, you know, it looks like it paid off." So that's right. Cool. Yeah, that's it. So good for them. Like, I'm glad it paid off. Honestly, yeah. whatever. I'm glad. Um, and then we've talked about this movie, probably ad nauseum on here. I'm going to talk about it one last time, probably. That's Watchmen. The only reason is because I finally finished the graphic novel, like, a while ago, actually. I shouldn't say finally. It's been a while since I finished it, but then I watched the movie. Just wanted to kind of compare a little bit more. We did this before, um, and you've read the graphic novel, right, you said? Yeah. It's crazy how much the movie is actually almost, like, shot for shot at parts. Oh, like, yeah, it's insane. I'm kind of impressed. Um, and, and word for word. Like, I could literally, and I was yeah. holding up the book and following along. It was <laughs> kind of cool. Um, and then the other thing is the casting ended up being, like, perfect for this movie after I read finished comics. Except uh-huh. for, as people have said, do you know who I am going to say is probably the least best cast? Dr. Manhattan? No, I uh, thought he was fine. I thought, yeah, I thought he was too. I was just trying to think of... <laughs> <laughs> there's there's one guy who like gets one part of this character right but mm. not the main part that's weird to say but okay the... it's Ozzy Mendias oh okay uh, and that's so Matthew Good plays him which is all fine and good but like he's more of like an intellectual guy whereas we know from the comics that he's the smartest man alive but he also like physically trains like non-stop to oh, make his body okay. per- yeah. I saw somebody suggested like a Michael Fassbender type actor and I okay. thought that would have been better. Uh, okay. But, like, Jeffrey, yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as a comedian and and um, Jackie Earl Haley as Rorschach, perfect. Wouldn't yeah. change a thing. Yep. So, yeah. Did that- you watch, was it just, like, the theatrical? No, no it was the, because I, I have it on Steelbook. It's the director's cut, so it was the Schneider cut. Okay. Um, Is that the one with the, the Black Pearl? Not the Black Pearl. Uh, who's the other character? It's voice. Yeah, by the, I couldn't believe it. when Jack Sparrow came in Watchmen. I was like, "This is not something I expected." Um, Blew me away. Uh, no, it's voiced by Gerard Butler. And oh, the, it's the animated. The, yes, and I actually watched that on YouTube too because you know they okay. made it into a little animated thing. What the Tales of the Black Freighter? Yes, that's it. Thank you. Which is awesome. It's a real. It's yeah, the comic book within the comic book, mm-hmm. or within the graphic novel, whatever. And yes, it is mentioned more um because yeah, i think you get you just get like a straight shot of the guy reading it bernard or whatever mm-hmm. and then the other main inclusion which i was thankful for in the director's cut is the death of uh night out one which is not oh, the re- yeah. it's not in the regular movie so that was the other main change and that's a big thing in the book so i did appreciate that as well yeah very good yeah that's all. That's it for Rapifier. No, that's it. Um, okay, now moving into some TV. Oh, you have no TV. I forgot. Oh, you do. I have. I just yeah. Woo! That was a roller coaster. <laughs> one thing. <laughs> all right, I'll I'll kick us off because I have more TV. Yeah. Um. All right. First one I'll talk about is Lock and Key, which released at the very end of February. Which is based on a novel. It's like a very young adult esque uh, novel series. I think. It's yeah. A, actually, I, no. Hold on. The show is. 
I'm so sorry. The... the show is, the graphic novel is actually very graphic. That's one of the oh. main gripes that I didn't have because I have never read the yeah. graphic novel, but that seems to be like the main thing I'm seeing on the internet. Um, the show is very like young adult-esque and yeah. kind of like, um, what is the, the series it was based on? Books? Series of Unfortunate Events. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt similar to that um the story is like this family moves to a new house after their the dad dies and it's like his old house or something like that anyways they start to these like magical keys start to turn up and there's a whole like magical story that unfolds and i I watched the whole series in like maybe two days or something like i i was really into it but overall feel like it's like a you could watch it or you could not you know i don't think I don't, right. I don't think it's a must watch but like i did really enjoy it when i was watching it okay so even though you can't you have no complaints do you think it could have been better if they had made it a mature series yeah i think so because because there are some parts um there's one little thing this isn't a spoiler but there's a part where like the the antagonist or whatever takes like teleports somewhere and like picks up this kid and throws him into oncoming traffic but the way it's done it's it's like it it's the same impact as if like i knocked this water bottle off of my desk like the way that it's so like not a big deal at all no like it's just so nonchalant just throws a kid in traffic and walks away i feel like if you're gonna do that you gotta kind of go all the way with that one yeah yeah so I, i just thought that was so weird and i think that there's another part i can't remember exactly but it's it's like very similar where you're like wow, I feel like that should have more weight to it. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. But over, like I said, overall, I did enjoy it. I watched, like I said, I, once I started, I was like, well, I got to see how the story plays out. Watched it in like two days, three days, maybe. But, was your enthusiasm curbed for it? I don't yeah, know. my enthusiasm was, <laughs> it was so curbed. <laughs> so curbed. <laughs> so curbed. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've talked about Curb on here, Curb Enthusiasm, before. This is the season finale episode uh, of season 10 now, I think they're on. And it's, I think Curb was consistent in the early, what, 2000s until, like, season, God, I don't even know, 7 or something? 8? And then it was, like, then, like, Larry came back way later to do it, and now, then I think it was a couple years after season 9 that he did 10. Uh, but I finally watched the season finale, so earlier, uh, throwback to when Jeremy was telling me about Ozark, and I was like, oh, eh, wait, never mind, I got something for later. I just remembered, my brain was triggered, which is kind of funny, because in Curb, her brain is triggered. I just realized that the girl, the quote-unquote trashy girl from Ozark, is the same girl that plays Larry's assistant in this final season. Oh, really? She's like the curly, really curly like blonde her. girl? Yeah, yeah. So I just realized that. Uh, but uh, this show is just like, it doesn't get any better for me than this. It's Larry David at his finest, just like shitting on people which to me is hilarious and perfect because i hate people <laughs> and uh so it's just like the the season finale was really good it was uh he opens up basically i'll just say quickly he opens up a spite store which is a coffee store next door to a coffee store that he doesn't like so he opens up what he calls a spite store it's hard to take away his business <laughs> and in the show it becomes a trend where other celebrities uh, start opening their own spite stores. Jonah Hill has a spite store. <laughs> Sean Penn has one. And then Mila Kunis, you find out. It's, so it's pretty fucking funny. Because they all make like cameos, obviously, and they talk. Uh, so it's still... I just I hope there's another season. I really hope he makes it until he 
never dies because he never will. But I just hope it goes on forever. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I need to start the show. I don't know why Please. I waited so long. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do they eat know. any food on there? That, there's some food on there. It's delicious, delicious food or ugly food. It's it's ugly delicious food. It's ugly delicious. I've been watching this show called Ugly Delicious, <laughs> and uh, so I think I we all right. So we've talked about nailed it, of course. I brought up one other cooking show, and it was by this same host, David Chang. I forget what that. Oh, it was called Breakfast, Lunch, and Dinner. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the only reason I bring this up, I wouldn't bring up a cooking show, but what I love, love, love about David Chang is like he's a chef, right? He knows all there is to know about food, but whoever like his crew is whoever he has like doing the the cinematography and everything and kind of like piecing these stories together about food does an amazing job i put this on to be like background noise and the first episode is all of the episodes are just like a a food item right so the first one is pizza okay and if there's such cool stories within this episode like i was expecting like Oh, he's going to, like, cook a pizza and, uh, <laughs> you know, call it a day. But it's so cool. He, he t- like, breaks, gets into, like, auth- what makes authentic pizza. He travels to, like, Italy and all these other oh, places. Well, this, is okay. pre, this is pre-Rona. And, um, <laughs> and then, like, while he's doing that, he comes across two. They're not really rival, but they're just kind of, like, mm, competitive, I guess, families. and they're pe- And then he, like, breaks down this whole story, like, their history and, like, it's just it's some really really cool storytelling for a show about food. Yeah, that's and I remember you saying that was kind of like one of the obviously better parts of his other show, which is the one where he does like Seth Rogen. I think like Kate McKinnon was on there. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot one? about okay. like that city and then like uh-huh. that person's experience in that city. Like, yeah, it's just a lot. It's like really rich in story. Gotcha. So he's just he's go ahead. Oh, I was just I I can't do shows like just like regular cook like chopped and stuff like i can't yeah really, it makes me too hungry is basically <laughs> what it is nailed it's a little yeah. different because i'm like you know well like what am i gonna do run down to like down to my kitchen and just start whipping up some fondant right. and shit like well nailed it also makes me want to throw up yeah that's <laughs> yeah, yeah that's too the cool virus is not pretty but uh <laughs> yeah it's just it's it's a cool show if you like food but like, but like don't like to watch cooking shows i highly right. recommend as I said, this dude just sounds like a chill, like, foodie, but, like, he knows what he's, like, doing, like, talking about, and respects the every, everything that has to do with, like, yeah. the food, which is cool. Okay, so, <clears throat> this is what I would picture if Aziz's character in Master of None, like, because he, like, is obsessed with pasta and stuff, right? Mm-hmm, and then yeah. take, like, the skill and, like, appreciation of film of Aziz, I feel like it's <laughs> if you made a show based on those two things. Nice. Yeah. I might have to check this out. I, I did check out, I think the Seth Rogen episode, the other one I liked it, but that was all I saw, so I might have to check this out. Um, that's all I have. Yeah, that's all I have for TV, t- TBD, name. TBD. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Game time. Kind of. Not really, but kind of. Uh, Jeremy has no idea what we're playing in quotes this week no i was afraid um, i forgot when we were talking about <laughs> right <laughs> yes actually i did tell him he's an asshole but i'm gonna remind him right now uh we are playing who wore it better <laughs> uh now this is 
I couldn't I struggling to think of anything and so and this isn't gonna be like super fun but it might be a little bit fun it's more to just get into the mind of Jeremy um so I have like Birds of Prey Watchmen Sonic mm-hmm. not really Sonic as much but like what are you know what do these movies have in common superheroes mm-hmm. and things so we're gonna play a game of which a- uh, actor wore this superhero oh uh, I was hoping that's what it was when you said who wore it best I was hoping that's what this would be oh I love this all right, so hopefully uh, you know. I, I think everybody there shouldn't be a problem with anybody on here. I don't. I don't foresee. I put everybody on here that is pretty obvious. So okay, okay. we're gonna start off with Spider Man. Now we've got the three obvious. Ooh. Who wore it better? Was it Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, or Tom Holland? Ooh. All right. So it's this is a semi easy answer. I do think it's Tom Holland, but yeah, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire is a fantastic Spider-Man. He is. Well, I think he's... Yes. No, I agree. In my what, opinion. If, you know, as far as, like, a 30-year-old Spider-Man goes. No, you're right, you're right. I think, even weirdly enough, Garfield was, like, older when he did it. Oh, yeah. Toby he, was. Yeah, when, yeah I, I remember um, If you could take... So, Tom Holland's your answer. And I guess this kind of... Uh, he's, like, he's kind of the best of both worlds, right? Would you take, like... I heard that some people kind of like Toby's Peter Parker and Andrew's Spider-Man. Would you maybe agree with that? Or you just feel like Toby's an all-around just better Spider-Man and Peter Parker than Andrew? I, yeah, I think it overall. Okay, I, I'd i agree with that. Yeah, I just wasn't crazy about the Andrew Garfield yeah. at all, really. Yeah, the Garfman. And they got almost three? Or did they do three? They, got they did two, two. and yeah, yeah, the third one got canned. Yeah, but it was going to be made. Thank God for the Tom Holland ones, because they're just so much better. Yeah, oh, and I wanted to to point out, too, that I still haven't seen Far From Home. So, like, I'm basing that off of just him in the Avengers movies, and then, uh, what was the other one? Homecoming. Yeah. Yeah, Homecoming was the first one, right? Yeah. Dude, I I do that. Because they they both got home in them. It was a little easy to keep. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yes. Yes. And Far From Home is great, I'll say. Um, All right. Now we're going to go Batman. Big one here. Because we've got Ben Affleck. Christian Bale, George Clooney, Michael Keaton, or Adam West. So, this is tough because I don't have as much experience with Adam West or uh, yeah, <laughs> George Clooney. But even with what I have seen, I, I say Christian Bale, and I have no hate for the Batman boys that Christian Bale did. Yeah, I feel like I, ha- um, I have to, I have to point that out. Like, right. No, you're right. That. You're totally right. Um, that, that that voice got a ton of hate. I think it was fine. Uh, speaking of hate, do you hate Affleck as Batman? Do you think he's fine? Mm. I, I don't. I don't. I don't like him. I don't. Okay. I. I think he has like, sure. He has probably like a perfect Bruce Wayne look. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just. I don't. I don't like him. I don't think he's a good I don't, fit. I don't like him. I don't like him. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> I didn't include Val Kilmer on here. I think he might be the only one I left off those major. Somebody's probably going to, whatever. We always talk about these people that are going to, like, tweet or whatever. So again, please, we'll, we'll take it. Bitch at us. It, it, I feel very really similar with George Clooney. Sorry, I'm going back now, but I just no, yeah, no, no, got to get off go my ahead. chest now. With George Clooney and Ben Affleck, where, like, I feel like they have the look, but I don't like them as Batman. They, yes. I would say, okay. So Adam West was the TV Batman. He was pretty much. I mean, he was the only one as far. I don't know. Am I, yeah, I getting? So. Am I wrong? He was, okay, yeah. so we're gonna. So like TV Batman, Adam West. Uh, 
New Age Batman probably no Christian Bale. But if we're going like '90s movies, Batman, it's got it's Keaton, right? I mean, it's got to yeah. be Michael Keaton then. Okay, because I just felt like he's worth. He's he's cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> this next one's a little. Uh, I feel like you're gonna feel the same way about this person as Adam West, but like for Wonder Woman, Linda Carter or Gal? Is it Godot? 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 I think it's Godot. Okay, that's what I thought. I Linda so. Carter or Gal Godot? Do you have a preference? Hmm. I mean, I you guess... You don't have a lot of experience with Linda. Yeah, same here. So I, I have to go with Gal, but but okay. I feel like it's, like, by default. You know what I mean? But and, but she's also a good Wonder Woman, right? Like, yeah, oh, in yeah. In terms of... Yeah, that is true. Look. I should point that out, yeah. But Linda's... It's almost like a tie, but we don't have... I Yeah, yeah it's tough because, knowledge. like, we've seen... Like, because we saw the movies come out, we saw everything that came with... Like, Gal Gadot, like is wonder woman like in real yes. life you know what i mean like yes she, she brought is. like so much to like the world of superhero movies that yeah I've, you know it, it's hard to not be like yeah no brainer Gal Gadot. right but maybe yeah. maybe linda did the same huh? i i would say it's got to be gal like for us and but they're probably like a one one a one b all right so all right who played the hulk best was it eric banna edward norton or mark ruffalo Mm. Did you forget about Eric Bana? Because I did when I did this research. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. I really did. Uh, so, that... I'm so torn on that movie on its own that I... This is this is probably going to be the toughest one that we do. Because I'm... Like, with Mark Ruffalo, I, I think he's okay. But mm-hmm. I don't... I don't know that I think he's, like, great. Right, you know, and then with I and I kind of feel the same way about Ed Norton. Is like I I liked that movie a lot too. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it was great, but I did really like it. Eric Eric Bana is the band is, man. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I do, and I I actually think that's a really good movie. And someone described it, and I think it's perfect. It's like it's a really great movie. It's just a really bad Incredible Hulk movie. Yeah. Okay. That makes. I don't know that I've seen either of the eric or edward ones all the way through i and mark I, doesn't have a standalone right i might be right i might be like roasted in lenses is that what the the saying is <laughs> yeah. um i I'd, I'd have to watch the movie again but i feel like i when the movie came out i remember thinking this movie sucks and then seeing it a little bit later and thinking about it a little bit differently yeah. i was like mm, this is classic cinema yeah <laughs> Got, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did right. enjoy it a lot. Yes. Okay, we'll go with Eric Bana then. I like it. Um, and I didn't forget him out of, like, I just forgot. I just, it's been a bit, you know? And yeah. it wasn't out of hate or anything. All right. All right, who played Quicksilver best? Was it Aaron Taylor Johnson or Evan Peters? Ooh. This is tough because they didn't, they're both pretty limited. Yeah, the this is interesting. Or what about just the CGI version from the Fantastic Four movies? Well, wasn't that, that's Silver Surfer... Who did you say? Oh, Quicksilver. Yeah, no, I know. No, it's cool, I know superhero. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah, it's fine. Future Jack, cut this audio. Um, <laughs> yeah, so no, not Aaron. T- I don't. I don't like Aaron Taylor Johnson in. Uh, I don't think any role that he's played. Damn, kick ass. Oh, I always forget. That's not fair. <laughs> I mean, he's fine in that. He's not great. He's what fine. happened to him? It's like someone like just like rubbed his personality on the concrete or something. He's like the most <laughs> dull person. <laughs> He's like the most dull actor I've ever seen. He kind of has to be to be married to like a sixty-year-old in real life. So I <laughs> what? Yeah, I did not I know, know that. This. 
It was the his his last name is because he's married to. I, I'm gonna research him really quick. Uh, he's married to an a, a director. She directed one of his movies early on. So uh, weird. Sam Taylor Wood. So weird. S- yeah. Um, wait. So did I completely lie about why he has? Because that's not his name. Wait, his name's wait. Oh, Taylor, him. Taylor, Taylor. There it is. Okay, oh, I'm like, why well, could I'm an idiot? I'm like, wait, where's the connection? Taylor. Okay, uh, Taylor. Yeah, because she, because she's she was Taylor, and I was uh. like, wait, yeah, I'm an idiot. Okay, um, and she, so just really quick, I just want to say she. Okay, she's 53, so whatever. But yeah, they like got married after she directed a movie that he was on. It's weird. That is weird. <laughs> but yeah, when Age of Ultron came out, I, wait, is Age of Ultron the first one that they're in? He. Mm-hmm. The only one, yes, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah, he, well, a, yeah. Good point. Yeah. But um, I remember big like teaser spoiler was like a character will die. Like it was like an interview. It was like someone. The stakes are real. Someone's gonna die in Age of Ultron, and it was like, oh my god, who could it be? And then as soon as I saw him on screen, I'm like, it's him. There's <laughs> no. They're not gonna kill. They're not gonna kill off an interesting character. Like it's totally him. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, Evan Peters. Plus, like, I just love Evan Peters in general yeah no evan peace and actually his scenes are his scene amazing. is yeah absolutely <laughs> so yeah kudos to, i agree yeah aaron taylor johnson was boring man alive all right not <laughs> um now you're not gonna recognize this name or you will but you'll know who i'm talking about because of who she was in the movie so who played a better gene gray was it famka jansen who you know is the gene gray from the x-men last stand and those ones okay or sophie turner from the new new ones uh well this is a tough one because wait which one is sophie turner she's in um apocalypse she mainly in first class i may i think she is actually and it's actually not a tough choice you're just wrong about that i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead i don't uh 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 it's been so long since i watched apocalypse I feel actually good. Uh, I feel like it's I feel like it's the first one. Famka, Famka yeah. Jansen. Yeah, you're right, but I can't. Okay, <laughs> I might have the opposite of rose colored glasses. Whatever for I Apocalypse. I hated that movie, and I saw it in theaters. Yeah, it was so forgettable. It was so, and her parts in it were kind of forgettable too. Like I guess she's fine, but like when it comes to who I think of as Jean Grey, I can actually remember like this act this actress who i don't know in anything else i can remember her face yeah. as jean gray so i would I, I think it's definitively her but i guess t- again sophie's not like bad i just the movie's bad and then i haven't seen dark phoenix but i mean i heard it was even more forgettable yeah i heard it's bad so we're gonna go with famka Let's yeah <laughs> what I a name though saying, but i know she Famke doesn't Jansen. Like Famke. She, what she look like jean I like it. <laughs> uh, all right, so this one's a little different because it's, um, I guess it's kind of similar to the Jean Grey one, but because it's the same character, but it's meant to be two different like times, whatever, sort of. Professor X, Pat Stew or James McAvoy? Pat Stew. I mean, okay. I mean, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I know who Patrick no, Stewart is. I... No, no. <laughs> sorry. I um. <laughs> Okay. So I, we're, we're, I'm no, pretty close. We gotta, I, Pat. I didn't think it was a big teal. Dude, no. This is... I promise you this is great content. What what just happened? In my head, who I thought you were talking about 
and I got to make sure that I get the get the name right, was Patrick Oswalt. Patton Oswalt. <laughs> oh, Patton. Okay. I don't Pat know why St- when you said Pat Stew, that's, I was like, when? When was he? <laughs> Wait, oh, yes. hold up. We need to do some heavy research okay. to figure out when Patton Oswalt played Professor X. <laughs> what did you say, though? Because I think you're right. You said you th- this one is and isn't easy. Is that what you said? Well, it, it's, it, I just said it's a little different because it's like, yeah, it's kind of like two different right, right, right. takes on like the same. It's not necessarily, so, I guess it's whatever, what all these are, but yeah. I, th- I think the answer is pa- is Patrick Stewart, but. Pat Stewart. James McAvoy's like, I love him as Charles Xavier also. Yes, agreed. Um, uh, uh, same, I feel the exact same way about Magneto in both of those two. Like, without a doubt, it's. Past his best friend. I don't know why I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, uh, yeah, McKellen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, it's just crazy, like that they're just like best friends and just like whatever. The play these char- these awesome characters. Yeah, both just yeah, yeah. Now I know it's pretty fucking sweet. Um, um, but yeah, his counterpart in the newer series, like also fantastic job as Magneto. Yes. Yeah, I like James a lot in general. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, can't get wrong with Pat's too. A good old, good old stew of Pat. <laughs> Mas- <laughs> not who Pat do you think Oswald. played? <laughs> not Pat Oswald. Who played Mystique better? Was it Rebecca Romaine at the time? Rebecca Romaine Stamos, or was it Jennifer Lawrence? Mm. <laughs> I like that you point out that at the time Rebecca Romaine Stamos. <laughs> it's just always how I remember her name, <laughs> Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Um, so I I think Jennifer Lawrence, and this isn't to be like bandwagon internet <sighs> jet, Jennifer Lawrence. I I thought she like in the uh, in first class like where they kind of introduce her character or get dive a little bit deeper. I think that that's why I have to go with her. That makes sense. My yes, actually, she does. I mean, she's a lot more of a character. But my main gripe is that apparently like J Law didn't wanted to be on screen a lot more, not be covered in like blue stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like majority of Rebecca Romaine, except for whenever she gets her power taken away, she's always like blue. Rebecca Romaine stays yeah. and like. I guess, like, Mystique's, one of Mystique's things is, like, not being afraid to be blue and stuff. And so it just kind of, like, bothers me that J-Law kind of wanted more screen time and just away from the character it. a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, I do appreciate that she's more of a character. So, yeah. kind of toss-up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're going J-Law, though. Yeah, I am. Okay. Um, I should have actually been, like, underlining the... I could probably remember if I go back and maybe next episode I'll have, like, your, your superhero team assembled or something. Uh, <laughs> so for the Beast, Kelsey Grammer or Nicholas Holt? Oh, dude, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, Kelsey Grammer's sweet, kind of a douchebag. Uh, he fell off stage once. It's hilarious. Go look it up on YouTube. <laughs> um, the what Human Torch. Awesome recap. He, I didn't dude, know he was a douchebag. He, apparently he's a little bit of one. He's mm. kind of a... Don't talk to me. I'm Kelsey Grammer. Anyway, but he deserves it. He's got fuck crap. So the human right. torch. I got go I'm sorry. I just have a side story. This happened last year, and like I can't even shake that this happened from my mind. You met Kelsey Graham. No, someone at work was like cleaning. They were like mopping or something, and started like humming like the tossed salad and eggs, the scrambled eggs. Yeah. And I was just like, what? Who just That's like so who random. just like hums that song? Like who's just thinking about that song? Anyway, pretty catchy, but that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, fun fact I learned from Reddy is the only uh, person to ever win three Emmys for same character. Oh yeah, Frasier. I saw that this week. Yeah, fun fact. 
<laughs> and also the Beast. He won a Academy Award. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, the Human Torch. Chris Evans or Michael B. Jordan. So uh, if you choose Chris Evans, you're a racist. That's fact. Uh, <laughs> dude, this one's kind of fucked up because kind of oh, fucked. not because of the race thing. Because no, I know. Uh, I wasn't really fond of either of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael B. Jordan is the one who starts the line of like the fantastic, like, and that was pretty fantastic. So. Uh, that line alone, I have to go with Chris Evans. I didn't see the movie. I heard that existed, and that's... Yeah. yeah. Nope, you're right. Single-handedly Chris Evans. It's like, yeah, him and whoever plays the thing, I don't know which... I think that Michael B. Jordan is who starts it. Like, it's uh-huh. it's literally like, we got to come up with a name. Well, there's four of us, and then the other one's like, oh, that was pretty fantastic. Oh, And God, then it's like, what did you just say? And then the, the title popped up. Holy fuck, dude! That is the, that is the Family Guy joke where the fucking Officer Reese's finds like the peanut butter and the chocolate guy crashed into each other. That's just like this movie's characters' words crashing into each other and just like <laughs> fantastic four, <laughs> like fucking Christ. Okay, Superman, Christopher Reeve, Brandon Routh, or Henry Cavill? Oh, Henry. Yep, it is. Yeah, maybe Christopher, but I don't. He like. Did he, did he? Never mind. I'm not gonna get into it. Yeah, it's it's Henry Cavill. What were you gonna say? The mustache thing? No. What's the mustache thing? Just that he had one. Yeah. Oh, you're talking. You're talking about Henry. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say something about Christopher, but I'm oh. not gonna say. I will not speak bad about Christopher. <laughs> and I wasn't going to. So fuck off, anybody. I thought it was. <laughs> All right. I saved the best for last. I thought cause it's pretty tough. Dude, I know what it's gonna be. It's... All right. Go ahead. You don't know. You don't. You don't know what's gonna be. All right. All right. Who do you? Who do you think the just the character is, not the actors? The Joker. Okay, so the Joker, who played it best? Oh. Heath Ledger, or arguably the goat Joker, <laughs> Jared Leto. Oh, I thought I was gonna say Jack Nicholson, but honestly, Jack Nicholson or Heath Ledger. Um, wait, what? It's just Jack Nicholson or Heath Ledger? Uh, who? Who? What are you gonna? Do you want Mark Hamill? No, wait, no Joaquin. Well, no, because he. Okay, you're right. No. Here, the only reason is because he's not in a. It's not in any superhero. Fi- I don't consider the Joker right. a superhero film. That's the only reason. Mark Hamill. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just I decided his voice. Be like, oh yeah, his voice beats out the other two people. I eat good because people are like him. I'm sorry, I went full retard there. Obviously, I should have known you're talking about Joaquin, but again, it's just such like a different take on the Joker. I, yeah. I don't know why I didn't. You no, know, I appreciate. I, we we I, can go that way, but. Maybe it's not a toss-up then, because I could tell you were going to struggle if I did Heath or Joaquin. So let's do that. Who do you think? Who Heath or Joaquin? Who's the better Joker? Um. Oh man, I did like Heath Ledger's better. Okay. Uh, and I just saw like not the whole movie, but I saw like one of his scenes in Dark Knight was on TV, and. Yeah, I do. I think I do think his is better. Hey, I watched that movie over and over because of him. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, okay, but now okay. So superhero world. The joke was I was gonna say Jack Nicholson, but or Jared Leto, <laughs> but you know it's Jack Nicholson. So Heath Ledger or Jack Nicholson, and more like the superhero. Do you are you still going Heath or do you? Because Jack's like pretty classic. Yeah, but yeah, Jack is very classic. Uh, in superhero world, yeah, in superhero world, I think it's fair to say Jack Nicholson's better. 
Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But so are we agree? Are we going goat Joker Heath? Go wait what? Like the oh, the, the like yeah, the best goat Joker. Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The goat. No, the, I thought you were referring to like goat as when you said goat Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. Well. We're ranking these after Jared Leto because he's number one, right? And then it's like we're. It's actually astounding that. that like every Joker is amazing except Jared Leto. It was arguably like the worst of just like all superhero characters. I know you're right, and the fact that he got so into the role, you know, after yeah, he heard everything that he did just to hear that it was such a fail, and that majority of his scenes got cut out, and he's very ups- upset about. I would be too, but yeah, he, uh, it's he. His Joker wasn't even like a, I don't know, hard to describe. Not just not the Joker. How okay? How much th- you said that was the last one? Yeah, that is. All right, just a little side talk then. How much of that do you think is or was his fault? Like, how that character played out? Well, if I'm to believe all the things that he did behind the scenes, I definitely think he went over the top. Like, yeah. First of all, what are you doing trying to get into the role of? like get into the headspace of the joker after what happened to heath like there's a point where you don't need to be going super far with yeah. it because like it literally kind of messed up heath and amongst other things but whatever and and i think jared leto is actually a good actor i like him in a lot of things yeah uh, but he most things but he is just i think it was 60 40 probably him and then the movie because the movie also just gives nobody anything to work with yeah that's what i feel like he probably there was a lot of direction of like, no, you're gonna be this different Joker. Yeah. You're gonna have tattoos on your head and weird shit. And I know. I just grills. Yeah. Didn't you have grills? Mm-hmm. That. Yep. Yeah, and then, <laughs> but you you are right though in like yeah why why are you even making the attempt to get in that headspace? Yeah, I mean, what did what Joaquin? Do we know Joaquin if he went through anything super heavy? It's because dude, it's hard to say. I feel like that could just be a Tuesday for Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that dude. We're gonna the Joker's gonna end up being another documentary that he's just <laughs> filming this whole fucking time. <laughs> I but it's crazy, like how that whole thing played out with him. Like I do think Joaquin has like of actors and and whatever out there like probably some of the most respect like for the art quote unquote you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. um so but yeah i i am interested in kind of where he was at i guess yeah uh i yeah i his take on the joker great well fall definitely like different because of the movie being different so i don't as far as just like all the good like if we we're just making like a total ranking are we going uh heath joaquin jack mark and then way down jared just as an overall list <laughs> yes okay perfect i like it and that's that's who wore it better best <laughs> i love it <laughs> uh that so that's it that's all we have huh who yeah. wore it best we got the tv so. we got the movies we got it all <laughs> uh all right so i guess closing stuff obviously stay home everybody yeah and uh wash your hands yeah wash your hands listen to our old episodes leave us reviews wash your hands again and (laughs) yeah and uh we'll see you in the next one i'll see you